Oh, hello, and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I am Nick. Today's episode is another solo shot, and I'm going to keep it mellow today. I'm going to keep my voice like this. Gravelly, lovable, mellow. How the hell is it going? Sorry if you uh, got a little blown away by yesterday's podcast. I was... Getting rid of some pent-up feelings, some catharsis. And so I made up songs and played the keyboard and honked the bicycle horn. You're not going to hear the bicycle horn every episode. I promise. I found a piece of a Chinese bun on my shirt and I just ate it. Because I do this at home. If I were over there in Rush Limbaugh's now uh, available studio making professional-level radio, and I had a crumb on me. I don't know if I'd eat it, but I'm here alone in the room at the place I'm dog-sitting where all this fun doodads and doohickeys and gigaws. You don't hear the word gigaws that much. Gugaws? Anyway. Surrounded by fun stuff, there's delicious Chinese bun crumb on my shirt and I ate it and you can't do nothing about it no matter how hard you try I'm over here this is Nick Flanagan weekly thank you I am Nick I'm Nick this is the podcast I do it from various places that I squat I am a world traveler I don't want to brag but I've been to Belgrade for over 25 hours but under 39 hours. But I've been there. I've been to Thailand for a good 72 hours. Beat that. You can. You probably can. Up until nowadays, this was the age of travel. The golden age of travel. Oh, I'm on Instagram. Oh, the guy, the person who I um, met at the bar seems to be in uh, Maui. Well, not anymore. If you're posting vacation pictures, people are judging. People are judging. I was talking about judging with a friend of mine the other day, a former guest. I was talking. I had this realization that uh, we're all really living the life of celebrities now. You know, you don't really want to leave the house. People might see you. They might judge you. They're watching your every move. Are you too close to that person? Is your mask on right? Michael Jackson was really ahead of the curve in terms of the mask thing. Like celebrities, we we become we become reclusive. Like celebrities, we rely on strangers reaching out to us. <laughs> I don't know if that's what celebrities rely on, but I think judging from like my, um, what do you call it? Like public availability, let's say you can email me, you can message me. I like it. I like hearing from people and I do stuff. So I think there's probably a lot of people who do. Although I think there's also a lot of people doing what I do who are a lot savvier about it and set boundaries when they started doing it. Whereas I 
set boundaries, uh, and then maybe I'll remember them. And maybe I'll enforce them. How have you managed to successfully implement boundaries into your life? Write weekly podcast, that's W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. Let me know. And of course, you can support the podcast at ko-fi.com slash Nate Thank you so much. By the way, if you're like, where was my podcasts this week? I've been waiting so long for them. Well, I have a lot of old episodes, so you can listen to those. But also, you can check me out on the In the Green Zoom podcast, which features comics like uh, Chris Fairbanks. It's basically a podcast version of the streams we do on Tuesdays at uh, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. So check out In the Green Zoom if you want more of me, but also less of me because I'm in a room with like five other people. A Zoom room, not a real room. Variance. Variance. This is the new fear. Variance. Coronavirus. We're doing good. We're getting it. But now, variance. Mutations. Dangerous things happening to the disease, making it easier to catch, potentially. I don't know. What a what a roller coaster ride this has been. Oh great, we can vaccinate. Oh, but it's not gonna be that fast, and maybe there will be something that gets in the way and makes it not work. Oh, come on, really. I thought variations were like, oh, you know, here's the remix of uh, Soul on Ice by Raskas. Oh, here's Don't Like by Chief Keef, but this is like the Kanye remix. I thought variants were just remixes. But but turns out they can be a really negative thing. And, uh, you know, uh, what is it, like February 19th? I mean, this is it. This is like the the bottom. I don't think it's going to feel worse than it does right now just on a pressure on the world scale i really hope it doesn't i mean maybe it will it's just this week there was all this stress last week stress it's all stress existential stress and then just so many reliefs like so many small distractions that keep us going. Not glorious things. Not things that make us feel profound in any way. But video games or movies or TV shows that just let us move past this particular moment. And now is the time. This is the equivalent of when you're in the bunker, man. Because the nuclear bomb alarm has gone off. I'm going way back to before my time. Let's say 1961, middle of the Cold War. They think the nuclear bomb, you're in the bunker. You're there for days. That's when you dig into the spam. So whatever bullshit you're watching on Netflix, that's spam you're eating. And you know what? Be grateful because it's food. Be grateful for your bed. Every night, this week pretty much, 
I stay up too late, but I also, and then I wake up tired and then I take an hour long nap at like eight and then I stay up too late. Tell me how this pattern works. Does this pattern work? I'm not that mad at it. It just is a bit disorienting. But I'll take it. The more I closed during this period of time, the better, in my opinion. Wake me up when the needle is in my arm and the vaccine is coursing through it. This is like a, a a very aimless episode, and I'm very sorry. I finally discovered Tubi. Everyone was like, have you checked out Tubi? Tubi's free. It's not a sponsor of the podcast, but if they'd like to, they're welcome to. It's like a free streaming movie service, and uh, you just have to watch like a, some ads here and there, but they're not that bad. And uh, they have the type of schlock that I enjoy. This is the thing. This is why I prefer Amazon to Netflix as well. Amazon is such a schmendrick of a company that they'll like have the things they're sinking money into. And then they basically have like pillaged uh, cheap catalogs of like stuff that really sucks. Or like I watched a movie about Frank Nitti from 1988 where he's played by the actor Anthony LaPaglia. Like no one, why do they have that on Amazon? Love it. Want it. So Amazon's got the schlock and I'm not really getting deep into, just like look into, give a deep dive into Amazon's film content and I think you will be pleasantly surprised. Amazon also has the Rock of Love series, if I recall. Much what? Must watch. And, um, but Tubi is like this times 10. I very quickly discovered that they had the, uh, left behind movies, which were made by Kirk Cameron of, uh, Growing Pains. R.I.P. Andrew Koenig. Boner. He played Boner on Growing Pains. Easily the most likable character on Growing Pains. Second, Joanna Kearns, the mom. Third, you have to go way to that last season, and then it's uh, Luke, played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Anyway, Kirk, but the truth is, when I was growing up, Kirk Cameron, Cameron played Mike Seaver on uh, Growing Pains, and we all thought he was just great. I don't know why we did. But in my school, elementary school, we were agreed that Mike Seaver was a cool guy. He was always turning his chair around and like sitting on it the wrong way that's how you know you're cool he's always sassing his dad played by Alan Thicke R.I.P. I tried to honk the bicycle horn in spite of the fact that I said I wouldn't but then it just made a sad noise but R.I.P. Alan Thicke anyway so Kirk Cameron it turns out is like a total born again zealot guy I, I hesitate to say lame as hell, but uh, something's not right with that guy. And then he made these movies, Left Behind, about the rapture. And boy, are they shoddy. Or at least the first one is. And I'm just enjoying sitting around with the dogs and watching it and 
feeling like a numb moron. And I'm doing that watching high-quality World War II documentaries about the Germans' rise to power and the horrors they committed, as well as things about the Desert Fox, Erwin Rommel. I think that's how we I think that's how we need to gauge our pandemics is just like what movies are we watching what television are we taking in i i'm so literal so immediately the first thing i did was watch oz because i'm like we're in a prison now i'm in the doomsday part of it so i'm watching like the rapture movie and i watched some other doomsday shit i don't even remember and then world war ii it's like how about I write a story about what the future might be like instead of going and watching the past tell us what the future might be like or what the past was. It's because I, I, I just like the podcast is about what I can hack out nowadays between this and, and the walking these dogs and the constant stream of crazy personal news and things to do and errands and chores. I take it hard when people aren't doing well. You know? And there's so many people not doing well. And I'm taking it a little hard. My eyelids are heavy. F fucking snow outside. It's beautiful sometimes. But when your feet are wet in your encased in wet shoes or boots, you know what you want to do? You know what you want to do? You want to take the nearest uh, flamethrower and put it to your feet so they can get warmed up. And then, of course, you'll stop quickly because it'll turn out to be a bad idea. You will burn your feet right off and you need your feet. Huh. Guys, this is a particularly aimless episode, and that's fine. I just want to be here for you. Write the podcast, weeklypodcast at gmail.com, ko-fi.com, slash Nick Flanagan, Nick Flanagan Weekly on Instagram, Nick Flan Weekly on Twitter. Check out my albums, Wiped Privilege, and... I'm here all week on Bandcamp and also anywhere music is available digitally. You're the best. Thank you for listening.